Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Calling Tau City, turn on your radio. I know we had some words last time, but that was so long ago. I got your message, it was a little harsh, you know. It's still a little hard for me to hear, please take it slow. Welcome to Starship Sofa, part of the District of Wonders network. Everyone has a story in the District of Wonders. Come and find yours. I'm tuning in to your transmissions. I'm hooning, waiting to be found. And I'm building rockets. I'm pointing them to the moon. This is the Starship Sova. Everybody, welcome. Hello and welcome to show 711. I am your host, Tony C. Smith. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone is fine and dandy. Well, what a show, what a story. Main fiction is In a Structure Simulating an Owl by Ander Monson. That's all coming to today's show. I do hope you'll stick around and enjoy it. So how is everyone? Yes, I hope very fine. It's all, it's all moving ahead, show 711. I just want to tell you about the copyright for this story. In a Structure Simulating an Owl from the Gnome Stories, copyright 2020 by Ander Monson. Used with permission of the Permissions Company, LLC, on behalf of Grey Wolf Press. So I'll give you a little heads up about Anna Monson. Anna Monson is the author of eight books, including the forthcoming I Will Take the Answer and the Gnome Stories from Grey Wolf. He edits the magazine Diagram, among other projects, and he directs the MFA programme at the University of Arizona. This story is narrated by Lee Datura. Lee Datura is an otherworldly creature that resides in the Olympic Peninsula. She is a practitioner of somatic psychology with a focus on community liberation and a retired blueberry farmer. So, the Starship Sova is very proud to present. 
Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. A Structure Simulating an Owl by Ander Monson Read to you by Lee Detura My invention relates to a structure simulating an owl. The object of my invention is to provide a structure simulating an owl as an article of manufacture. A further object of my invention is to simulate an owl as an ornamentation. A still further object of my invention is to provide a structure flexible in part and being colored simulating an owl. Grace E. Wilson, United States Patent Office, Application 531317, filed April 20, 1931. 1. In a structure simulating an owl in which are inscribed the eyes of my former husband, etched on shook silver foil, serving as a replica of his eyes in his absence, blue dashed with bits of white, as if they were in every moment on the verge of dissolving into a simulacrum of eyes, all of us being simulacra. I have been feeling recently of ourselves from former moments indistinguishable as is the way of simulacra, from what others, even our lovers, our husbands, our dream sons, our conquerors, our makers, might identify erroneously as ourselves when seen from a distance or even up close, if approached quickly enough, in the way that the self can usually be described as two sheets of thin metal folded four or more times, and in some complex cases, many more. A machine may be required to create this effect, and pinned together by a small bolt, fastened eventually by a nut, the entirety of my history may be included in or referred to by a succession of small moving parts. 2. In a structure simulating an owl in a dream, I have had every year on this date, as far back as my memory goes, in which I am in my father's workshop a word that was among my first workshop, not father, though the two are conflated now in my memory. Watching him from a very great distance, which is of course in this structure not geometrically possible, except in dreams, as he works above a burning hot wood stove shaping some kind of metal, at which point I kick over a bucket of what must be kerosene or some burnable liquid that spills onto the floor where a rope is somehow soaked in fluid, and it is only moments before the rope connects to my father and a number of unidentified canisters, and I have no language with which to warn him since as quickly as I try to speak, 
My voice is stuffed with cotton swabs, and my breath is fire, and my warning turns to flame, along with everything in the workshop, including my father and his eyes, which in every photograph remind me of owls. A human or a memory of a human may be for some time ensconced. 3. In a structure simulating an owl, in which I have been making something for the world that might, in some small way, change it so as to have an effect on something for once in my life. Since I have been recently feeling as if I were a ghost, some combinations of my dreams and waking life and my many so-called sins will be made manifest at last. 4. In a structure simulating an owl composed primarily of wire and 16 separate moving pieces designed to spark terror in all creatures preyed on by owls, if they come within sight of said structure, as it is attached to a post by a rivet or a wishing screw six feet or higher above the ground, and in some cases it might be suspended from an outdoor ceiling fan or from a series of wire loops attached to a belt-driven mechanism, activated by the lack of light, so that it moves in an elliptical fashion and makes a sound somewhat like an awk makes, an onomatopoeia, a word I have wanted to use since I was 12 and discovered it in the oldest dictionary available in the public library, where I spent my days fingering through pages, in which I learned one might describe one's life or another's by words, not exactly shunned by my peers, but hardly invited out and not engaged in any official after-school activity, though I did have tendencies towards delinquencies. Breaking into the school bus factory a mile down the road from home to sit in the unfinished buses, lonely. My father dead, my younger brother years dead already, dead almost before I knew him, having died when he was two and I was five. My older brother absent, gone, somewhere that I could not access, and on these buses I would carve my name with his or with other boys and sometimes girls in the backs of the vinyl seats, licking all the places where I knew someone's hands might touch in the bus when it would be eventually finished, deployed, and driven, possibly even on the route that terminated at my house after passing the place of its manufacture. An irony lost on machines, and on the drivers of machines, and on the many other hands and eyes that resulted in these machines, and touched these machines and their sale and deployment on this route, this date in which they might catch a glimpse in the dying light of the outline of an owl on a high post or possibly moving through the air, and wonder what it was in the approaching dark, or thrill perhaps, at the fact of owls with their moving parts and soundless flight and outstretched arms that might, in another life, have entwined with my own, I might find some satisfaction. 5. In a structure simulating an owl, it is incontrovertible that I have been in some way seeking transformation. 6. In a structure simulating an owl, my marriage might be seen closely enough through the attached range finders built into the structures simulating eyes, so as the marriage might appear real, not simply as described by law, but in the hearts of both partners legally obligated to each other for the rest of their lives until dissolution or death. 
a statement neither my husband nor I took lightly at the time. Though as with all infinities or seeming infinities, their true extent is inapprehensible, barely even glimpsable from the moment in which a marriage can be made and committed to, and from that particular location in which the structure simulating an owl might be placed. One might see, over time, the way that marriage decayed, due in no way to the behaviors or intentions of the couple, but because of the ways a domestic life can drive a couple apart like a lead wedge placed in a crack and hit with a heavy sledge with a lifetime's worth of force, resulting in approximately two structures that, when held side by side and looked at together, formerly simulated an owl. 7. In a structure simulating an owl, one's life might be understood, in retrospect, from its very last chapter, as a series of actions and reactions, chemical, biological, emotional, and metaphysical, all collected together and held for a moment by the mind, and therein might be seen a method to it at last. 8. In a structure simulating an owl, As the present invention proposes to demonstrate, each moving part or pin being constructed of lines on paper and attached diagram one, if looked at closely enough with a scanning microscope, one might note that the lines are not solid lines, but scattered ink on paper, not corporeal parts at all, as if to say a physical thing might be actually enacted and made to move and apparition as an animal. We might be in this way terrified by it, as we were when woken suddenly enough with enough force. 9. In a structure simulating an owl, as all structures start to appear if you look at them long enough and hard enough, as if they were one of those magic eye 3D drawings that only the annoying are apparently able to see, you will see the future of the owl, or really the structure simulating it, combined with your own future, as manifested in your actions. This outcome is what creates the necessity of the 44 levers that work behind the metal outer skin of the structure to create the illusion of the owl. Though, if you were, say, an owlet, or another interested owl, it's probably plenty obvious that the structure only simulates an owl in name and shape and in some of the motions of its wings, not in the scent of an owl or the way an owl actually flies, meaning that while a structure simulating an owl might simulate an owl, it cannot fully be an owl. As long as we understand each other, then we can communicate. 10. In a structure simulating an owl that is equipped with increasingly resimilitudinal scent glands, one might secrete the sort of scents that might fool another owl, a slow one for a second, and in doing so, could one actually be considered an owl for a moment, which is to say, can a sufficiently advanced illusion be a kind of magic? 11. In a structure simulating an owl, that does not account for the amorphous quality and, both wonderful and not, unpredictability of love, and the effect of its loss and slow replacement by the love of another, an impossible love, really, in many ways, not possible, surely, to admit out loud or in writing or in the presence of anyone ever, if you value your marriage, 
and the pleasing domesticity that it brings. Along with the overly alliterative, you understand damningly dull domesticity that drives me in moments out to the workshop, where, in my own world of wire and awl and dictionary and hammer, I can immerse myself for days in the process of producing a structure simulating an owl. 12. In a structure simulating an owl, I might more easily understand the ways in which I have transgressed, and another structure simulating an owl might be understood to move of its own volition and driven by its own internal mechanisms, however obscure, containing my estranged husband, who I thought understood how I worked and what drove me to do what I did, but who refused to make allowances for my strange behavior in the last two years. Though he said he tried, God damn he did, he said, and I believe from this distance that he did. He did the best he could, and some things end eventually. It's physics, sure, entropy and all. Our bonds are only temporary, and in this guise, surrounded by this nest of wire, I can get some distance from my former self and see history from hundreds of feet above, as if aloft and hunting for meaning in the motions of rodents. 13. In a structure simulating an owl ever more closely is this iteration, the machine of one's life can be worked out, becoming an increasingly fine construction of said structure, and shown to the ones one loves in hopes of expressing the inexpressible in the absence of other ways we might show our love. 14. In a structure simulating an owl that entrances animals if they come within 140 feet of it, the cachet of stored sense is released in response to various stimuli that in the wild prompt owl-like behavior in owls, because all of us are creatures that respond to stimuli, I am finding in my life and trying to make manifest in the world this fact because given the collective behaviors of people I come into contact with on a daily basis, who try to cloak their animal natures as if they posit that they are not animals, not entirely in command of their own urges, that they are not like zombies craven and driven to their desire, but that they are, like my mother claimed to be, entirely self-aware and in full control of her faculties so much that her resistance to every desire became a manifesto, a way of living, a clothing that she wrapped herself with every day of her life and would occasionally deploy to asphyxiate her children and her husband. Quite obviously, it crushed her after years so that you had the feeling that there was no inner sense of self, of what she would do if freed from her own restrictions. Since she said, for instance, that civilization means denying every desire you have in your filthy hearts, and if we do not police our weaker moments, we are not human, and in this way she became like a structure simulating a paragon or a structure of beliefs in which she was housed, in which she might have hidden some small bit of herself, if it was possible, to pull the whole thing apart and that by this lifelong simulation she was making some point to the world, and so even when she was freed, her parents deceased, her husband deceased, all of her other children deceased, and just the two of us remaining, 
she might have been free of this, I hoped. And to that end, I dosed her several times with psychotropic drops rendered from mushrooms gathered from her own front yard just after a storm, theorizing that it might jolt her into an uncomfortable former shell of herself, and she might be forced to fight her way back into the present and what had become of her life, a hollow. Of course, this was not possible, because until her actual dying moment, she persisted in simulating what she had always hoped or meant to be, and apparently became, to all of us who knew her and her seeming capacity to suffer endlessly, that she could absorb almost anything, all those deaths, sometimes two at once, an alcoholic son, a straying and promiscuous daughter, the decline of the world into a den of iniquity, if that's not saying too much in her own words, or what should have been her words if she was given to those sorts of proclamations, which she was not, which resulted in silence, which is the usual result of most stimuli to a structure simulating an owl. 15. In a structure simulating an owl, having a flexible covering, made primarily of hammered tin adorned with artificial feathers, one might spend one's days perched on one of a hundred points. I have indicated on the attached maps. These points offering a particular vantage toward a particular view of, for instance, among the crowd of beasts released from school at 2.25 in the afternoon, the sun just so in the sky, my own son rushing out to his father's home, which is exactly four kilometers from my own. The separate domiciles due in some small part to my own eccentricities, I have come to understand too late resulting in loneliness, and what is commonly referred to as my breakdown. Though I saw it as a kind of reboot, a transformation, a shedding of an old skin from a structure simulating a woman into an entirely new simulation. A pause, followed by a subsequent burst of energy resulting in long spans of time spent in my own workshop, and oh, From this distance, they resemble a spray of pressurized water forced out of a crack that might eventually break open and let the whole tank crash onto the ground. Or, perhaps better, a spread of mice fleeing some hole in which they had been pent up, and in their flight, they might easily be snatched up by a creature of such size and floating grace and powerful eyesight such as a structure simulating an owl. 16. In a structure simulating an owl, one might spend one's time roosting on the edge of the gargoyled roof of the bank building at the center of downtown, contemplating the stuffed insides of the creatures who spend no time considering their own stuffings, the meat parts that make us up, and make the machine of the bodywork the bland tours of glands, the orifices, the labyrinths, the complications of our systems, our bodies, all being flexible machines for digestion and peregrination and the slow operation of our intelligences, grinding as they do toward a conclusion, like the construction of these carved stone gargoyles, originally meant to frighten off evil spirits though they now mostly frighten the occasional child whose gaze strays skyward to the perch and is justly startled 
by the visage of these devilish creatures perched here, watching, waiting, thinking, reserving judgment for the moment, planning decisive action alongside a structure simulating an owl. 17. If the girl child were to point toward the structure simulating an owl, gleaming in the mid-afternoon sun, she might not understand that the gleam is a result of three sets of interchangeable lenses that can be used to focus and redirect sun into a steady beam that might transfix the object of the structure simulating an owl's gaze, long enough to distract said object and to forever hold her there. As if in a sufficiently elongated moment, the structure simulating an owl might pass to the object of its strange affection some kind of wisdom about what it is to be a woman in the world buffeted as we are by the actions of those around us, constantly desired or stared at, starred and asterisked in the dream lives of yearning others, so that it is impossible to look at oneself without the sense of being dreamed of or gazed upon, creating a doubleness, a structure that starts, after a time, to simulate the self and that might be mistaken for the self if the user is not careful. 18. In a structure simulating an owl, either wisdom or killing is a natural outcome of an interaction. Owls being understood to be in possession of some otherworldly wisdom and owls being the instrument of killing, and sometimes these two things being indistinguishable or interlocking, a difficult fact to communicate. 19. In a structure simulating an owl, one must necessarily be conscious of wearing a mask. 20. In a structure simulating an owl, one might be cold except for the layers of insulation machined initially from gloves, purchased at the local target, and then after the initial trial run with these layers of repurposed material, the prototype was fitted with up to six layers, depending on the climate you foresee operating in, of asbestos procured from India, though made and exported from Canada, a country that continues to ship asbestos to India in spite of what is known about its carcinogenic qualities. Because economic growth is understood to be a universal good, and because an industry operating efficiently gains its own inertia and cannot easily come to a halt, and because warmth is of utmost importance while on location, because in a structure simulating an owl, it is very difficult to move, except by wire and servo motors. 21. In a structure simulating an owl, one has dreams and must acknowledge those dreams as what they are, shadows of desire, the product of overlapping selves and biological imperatives and parental wishes, and possibilities for lives understood from obsessive reading of magazines and miniseries of pseudonymous teen mysteries in which those who wear masks are uncovered. 22. In a structure simulating an owl, I always dreamed, or even thought, assumed, as if a destiny was an inevitable thing, as if there was such a thing as a destiny, as if it could be understood, 
except from the past tense, as if our lives could be seen just from beyond the point of our departures into nothingness or ever-afterness. I would be Miss Minnesota when I grew up, in spite of what I full well knew and was often told was evidence to the contrary, my nose overly sloped and unattractively hooked, my gait awkward, my arms overlong and even, as I was teased, resembling wings, and my gaze uncomfortably intense, not that I would be stopped from begging my mother to enter me in pageants from a young age. I'm not sure why exactly I wanted this so badly. Perhaps it was a response to my father's death. In retrospect, and needing some way to cast a long shadow, as I did walking at night in the old neighborhood when the floodlights from the neighbors' houses would click on at my sudden movement, moving toward their windows and the lives I so desperately wanted to see and understand, as if by understanding their lives I could understand my own, and if at the proper angle the light would cast a shadow— that would go on for over a hundred feet until I could no longer tell where there was shadow and where there was just darkness, and my wanting of this brilliant pageant dream increased in proportion to its impossibility, like the lover I fell for so hard that it finally split the structure simulating a marriage apart in spite of that long love spent with my husband who had and has his faults, and one of them was that he was powerless to stop my drift, geologist that he is, knowing something about continents and their barely perceptible shifting, I would have thought he would understand this better. And I drifted through those pageants in my mask, my makeup face fixed in a dazzling smile that I would later reassess in light of what I had come to learn, in short, that by my not varying the smile, people found me terrifying, spectral really, as if I were not a woman, but a mannequin, posed, smooth, but somehow breathing, and this was one in a long string of revelations about the ways in which I have misconstrued others' responses to the way I conduct myself socially, spending weeks poring over etiquette books, and practicing responses to common queries to make myself more charming. But in a structure simulating an owl, you don't need these things to move, or see, or appear, or terrify a creature at a hundred paces, which may be inevitable anyway, the longer we live. 23. In a structure simulating an owl, I will have receded successfully from my life, my lives, both before our split and after, finally, if not irretrievably, so that I will have no appearance of my own, no face to terrify, no family to be judged or misunderstood by, and in so simulating an owl, in said structure for such a long time, in the view of others anyway, and as such in my own view— since we do internalize the way we are considered by others in our self-imaginings, I will eventually be transformed and become not just a structure simulating an owl, or a woman, or a woman simulating an owl, but something else entirely. 24. In a structure simulating an owl, I will hope to understand, nay, I will manifest the desire I have read about in others and seen for myself such as in my older brother's drunken state before he died, when he would tell me about what he wanted most deeply but never had the courage to achieve, 
the desires of those who sexually fetishize amputees, acrotomophiliacs, or in more extreme circumstances who desire to be amputees and who might even undergo voluntary amputations, apotemnophiliacs, who feel their limbs are somehow wrong, too long, incorrect, or simply not a fit for them, who may have some version of body dysmorphic disorder, but regardless, want what they want as humans, animals, do, and good luck telling them not to want those things, and that in this structure, I might understand that transformation, even if it isn't sexual for me as it was for my older brother, a fact he would not admit to sober. Certainly, one reason he was not often sober— that he once said, I will never feel truly whole with legs, though he never had them removed, a fact he called a tragedy. And maybe it was a tragedy, not to get to live one's deepest held desire, no matter how bizarre or increasingly frustrating or pointless, but maybe it was a sensible tragedy, given the extremity and oddness of his desire and the ways it might have transformed his life. He knew it then, and he said as much, that it might have changed something in the world and him, certainly if we can change ourselves, which I desperately hope we can in my better moments, even as I am not sure I believe it in my darker ones. Though, I will not stop trying, not ever, in whatever structure or set of clothes or metal exoskeleton I am currently working on. When he died last year, the final straw, as my husband said, ever cruel, over cruel, my mother was the one who cleaned out his home at his behest, and when I asked her about the computer and what was on it, trying not to suggest I knew his secret or that he even had such a secret, trying to honor this luminous and folded place that he held within him, that I might have been the only one who knew, that I was wondering what sort of pornography he might have on there, she was of course circumspect, as she always is and deflected the question, suggesting that she was another keeper of his secret, one he trusted more than me. Given her lifelong goal of full-on repression of our other darker selves, a fact I took as blame for not going far enough with him, a fact I am hoping to convert to a new understanding of what it might mean or be to become someone else, to become someone else by silence, by patience, by devious, mechanical engineering, and by sheer belief in a structure simulating an owl to somehow become an owl. 25. In a structure simulating an owl, I mean an owl, but was cut off mid-thought and mid-word, in fact, by the sight of something swooping in the darkness from this vantage point, and that I was transported by its efficacy. I will dream again, not as a human, but as owl, feather light, meat-finding, unthinking for a time. 26. In a structure simulating an owl, I will remember, at one of my designated posts, no less than one year, removed from life but not from vision, subsisting on what I can catch and eat, having studied this problem and the many hunting methods owls have, and also foraging with my human hands where they extrude from the structure, perhaps in the gardens of my extended family and friends, wondering if they will have forgotten me in a fit of self-protection, or if they have written off my selfish exit, or if they are wondering exactly what an owl, 
what they will misapprehend and is in fact a structure simulating an owl. Or perhaps it is an owl, thus the power and point of the extended simulation might be doing in their backyard at night, peering with its set of magnifying lenses into their windows, into their lives, and apprehending the resulting spaces that opened up in there, how they react, how they close and fill those spaces. 27. In a structure simulating an owl, I do not expect to die. 28. In a structure simulating an owl, I will hereby attempt to know the unknowable. 29. In a structure simulating an owl, I will not live as I lived before, in guilt and repression, or in fully giving in to my baser urges and the corresponding renunciation of my former life, lives, and need for light. 30. In a structure simulating an owl, in which a complex optical mechanism allows the use of infrared and ultraviolet light to augment and aid perception, an occupant or user can approximate the night vision of owls. 31. In a structure simulating an owl, I cannot be my brother, nor my father, nor my long-dead younger brother, nor my child, nor my husband, but I can also not be myself for a year or longer, and in so doing, I submit that this invention will be revolutionary and of a deep and abiding effect for certain persons who want to live in what we refer to as a civilization and occasionally retreat from it via engineered and exceptionally complicated mechanisms like this in which we might be transported into another self. 32. In a structure simulating an owl, the user might take that transfiguration even further and, by isolation and the fact of one's own diminishing humanity, more bodily embody these transformations into others such as owls. In testimony whereof, I affix my signature. And there you go. Huge thank you to Ander. Ander, this is just a fantastic story. Thank you so much. And big thank you to Grey Wolf Press as well for letting me play this story. Lee, what a narration. Thank you indeed. So there you go. That is Starship Sova's 711 put to bed. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want, yes, cans out rattling, keep this ship going, pop over the front of the website. Honestly, pop over to the front of the website. I know you haven't done it, just do it once and it'll be fantastic. Support with by Patreon or just a, a PayPal donation. That would be unreal and fantastic. Until next week, just like to say good night from me. Thank you for listening. time I get my say 
Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24.